Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh boy. Here we are. The John Peckman Podcast. Coming to you from Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance Podcast Studio. We're here in Portland, Connecticut. Just over the bridge, start looking left. And we are here today with... We've talked about her. We've talked around her. We've talked of her. She is here. She is the beehive queen of American rock and soul. She is the current and longtime vocalist of the Saturday Night Live band. She is the leader of Christine Ullman and Rebel Montez, a band with seven albums to their credit. She is here now. She is Christine Ullman. Here she is. How was that? I did that it. That was wonderful, I can, John. I can take yeah. off my spectacles. That about said it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent work. Connecticut's own. Thank but, you. But yes. been all around I'm the world. to be. Been all proud. around the world. Yes. Spreading rock and soul. That's kind of what I do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how do you want to, uh, do you want to go back to the beginning when you were uh, a small Sure. Bee? How does it? Yeah, little, little tiny bee. Yeah, little bee. Little tiny bee in the hive. Sure. You know, I was born in the Bronx, and then we moved up to a town called Cheshire, which is a, a sure. bedroom community of New Haven. Yep. Uh, it was a little sleepy town and uh, in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And my parents were always uh, surrounded us with music. We had sure. a lot of records. My father played piano by ear. Oh, wow. And a lot of music in the house. Mm-hmm. We were always singing. I was trotted out. Uh, of my own volition <laughs> sure. at every, you know, gathering sure. of the relatives. And what was I'd your big party? What was your party number? Box and I would sing something along with a record usually. Yeah. Um, in my room, I would pantomime for hours to records. I just uh, would, s- would sing into the mirror. What was your big one? What was oh, the set all, list? I had, you know, <laughs> I had everything. I yeah. mean, all kinds of, well, my parents like things like Perry Como. Sure. And those ki- that's I, kind well, of parents what, like what I did, parents music, music sure. you know. And then I began to really like um, rhythm and blues mm-hmm. and rock and roll. And my father was really great about bringing records home. And, and I began collecting records when I was a little kid. I have sort of a famous uh, vinyl collection now. Oh, cool. And, um, and then uh, when I got into high school, my brother Vic uh, started a band, started a little garage band. Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, it was, well, maybe we'd like to have a chick singer. And there, there I was. And for the first couple of gigs that we did... I was also the go-go dancer. So we had a little a table or something, and I would get up and frug and stuff, sure. and then I would jump down and I would sing, and then I would get up and I would frug oh, some that's more cool. and jump down and sing. That's that funny. didn't last too long, because I, I was like, yeah, I don't really like having to jump up and down the way I was. So you made the right choice. I made You're the like, right choice. I'm going to get off out of the cage yeah, and on the and mic. Into the, yeah, and onto the stage. Imagine st- if you went the, the other way. and onto the stage. Imagine if you baby. went the other way. Yeah. If no. you were like, no, I like it over here. But I there, but there was a teen club near New Haven where I was an actual go-go dancer. That was part of my wow. I, I I got paid to do it. There wow. were there were five or five or six of us. That's but anyway, insane. so so that my brother and I start a band, and that really becomes the beginning of my recording career. Gotcha. Certainly. Yeah. Um, wow. We end up with a guy in New York City named Bob Shad who had. Uh, recorded Ray Charles. He he was a famous jazz guy. Mm-hmm. He started a label called Mainstream. Okay, and he had two bands, three bands on the label: Ultimate Spinach, which had Jeff Skunk Baxter yep. in it, yep. the Amboy Dukes oh, okay. with Ted right. Nugent. There you go. And Big Brother and the Holding Company mm. before they signed with Columbia. Whoa! So we became the little baby band. Sure. On Mainstream Records. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. There you go. And Bob Shad fed me a bunch of. 
serious vinyl R&B stuff that he had in his office and said, go home and listen to this. It was Laverne Baker and Ruth Mm -hmm. Brown and all this really much older stuff. Mm -hmm. And we later realized that he was grooming me to be the Janis Joplin replacement because he knew she was, he knew that they were gone to Columbia. So it it didn't bother me. I mean, I knew, you know, after a fashion. So we thought maybe I can infect her with this. Yes. Yes. And I can, show her you know in one of the songs he showed me was ball and chain he knew by big mama oh he knew that she'd already recorded it for columbia so this is the connection when you play that song it was bob shads you know little duplicitous but he was just the coolest guy and Vic and i loved him Mm -hmm. and um and that was really the beginning you know of my of my professional you know as they say professional career sure and wow. it's still going, it's going very strong. And, um, you know, I almost can't imagine what else I, I would have done. Right. Yeah. yeah. It could yeah. only uh, possibly was exactly. the cage. Exactly. Was the it's the cage. cage. It could it. have been the cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yet it wasn't. Wow. And I've known you for so long. Yeah, that's true. Through my brother. Yep. You know. Yep. Vic. Yeah. Yeah. Drummer, studio owner. Also his name Maven comes up of constantly. the Connecticut music scene. Always. And um, creator of me. Yes. I yep. would not be. I Creator would not be Peckman. Yeah, yes. no, it's the truth. It's absolute truth. That's yeah. why I'm dying to get him here. Yeah, and we like will, and we will. Yeah, and we in will. fact, I was just down at Horizon, a yep. music group in West Haven. That's yep. where I came from today. And 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 my brother is Vic Steffens. In case yes. anybody was yes. uh, was wondering who we're talking about. Yep. So, um, yeah, and and then you know, and then it just it just kind of went on who else was in that anyone else we know in that um in the in the it was the band was called the wrong black bag wrong had an h on the end you know rob DeRosa was here last week talking about this very band yeah rob DeRosa was around we were all of us were um my brother went to cheshire academy so there was kind of a group of of cats that's what rob said um including bennett siegel and a bunch of other guys Mm -hmm. so um yeah, so... Th- Did you that, know that Rob DeRosa had a crush on you? Because he c- yes, said I, that I, last he, week. Rob's told me that. Okay, all right. Okay, as long as we're... I, it's very lovely. <laughs> yes, it's lovely. <laughs> so so, now we're so out. we Yeah, so we, it, we, it was two cousins were in the band and uh, a great bass player named Ellsworth Apgar. Um, my brother was the drummer, of course, sure. a great guitar player named Tommy Meccarello. So um, that was the wrong black bag. And then it began... Can I ask about the name? Um, Vic thought it up, and Vic thought, and we put an H on the end of wrong, so it was W R O N G H, and we thought that was the coolest thing. And yeah, our sure. business card was like a psychedelic; it glowed in the dark. Oh yeah, and psychedelic Far rendering of the words "wrong black bag," very LSD. It means know. whatever you yeah. want it to. We mean. thought it was great. Yeah. Sure. And then it morphed. It morphed into a band called Fancy. We got involved um, at a studio in Wallingford. Okay. And. It morphed into a band called Fancy, okay. and into Fancy came a guy from Cheshire Academy named Paula Sola on bass. Sure, I know. And Paul. a um, a singer, harmonica player named Robert Orsi, Bob Orsi. Yep, sure. And a great guitar player named Doug Schlink. Okay. And that, and then, and the keyboard player from the Wrong Black Bag, whose name was Al Renato, who's out in um, Las Vegas now, has a big career in okay. Las Vegas. And that was that was Fancy, and then Fancy morphed into this thing called the scratch band right so we had a lot of success with the scratch band. yeah you guys were the thing 
And Doug Schlink left, and a guy named G.E. Smith, George Smith, came into the band. Right. And my brother left eventually, and a guy named Mickey Curry came into right. the band at Vic's, at Vic's suggestion. Right. Which Who's Mickey, also on the list. I'm yes, which Mickey will tell you yes. any day of the week. He would have had any career if it wasn't for Vic <laughs> suggesting his name. I know this 18-year-old kid yeah. from Guilford. You should really listen to him. Vic, is, that's what he does. And then, so yeah, and then um, things move along, and mm. we play everywhere and have a couple records and then George leaves and next thing you know he's in the band on Saturday Night Live and then the next thing you know he's the musical director of Saturday Night Live and one day he calls me and asks me if I'm free because oh yeah because my vinyl collection I've been making a lot of mixtapes and CDs and sending them to people and George was always on the list Mm -hmm. and he says to me um you know, I've got a gig on such and such a date, and thank God I was free because, uh, you know, of the hundreds of thousands of dollars I've made off of this gig. And um, and so so uh, maybe you'd like to come and do the gig. And does not tell me even that it's, the, that it's the Saturday Night Live band. He just tells me there's a gig. Oh, boy. After I say I'll do it, then they say they'll put me up in New York, and they'll bring me uh, to New York, and they want to write charts, and you know, I want to use a lot of these songs that you've been sending me on these mixtapes. Oh, wow. So they write these beautiful charts, and I have about 12 songs, maybe, which to this day, yeah, I yeah. sing with sure. the SNL band, Sure. and we go, and we rehearse a couple of days, and then they tell me that the gig is for Lorne Michaels' wedding reception out oh, in the Hamptons, oh, and boy. the Saturday Night Live band is going to be playing, but Lorne wanted a singer. So great. So now they trundle us so out God there. God only knows who's at the they, wedding. We, we get off the van or whatever, <laughs> how the hell they brought us over there. And, you know, the, we first right away we run into Jack Nicholson and oh. everybody's just walking around the property, right? So we get up on this stage and we do a couple sets. Sure. And it's, of course, a lot of fun. Classic obscuro Southern soul, which yeah. is my thing. Sure. And great horn section and Lenny Pickett and yeah, everybody yeah. else. And Who's on drums at this point? What baby? Who's on oh, drums? Um, so for that gig, I don't remember. It was, you know, I don't want to say it was Chris Parker because I don't think it was. It might have been Matt Chamberlain because Matt came in for a year. Okay. Before Sean Pelton, it wasn't Sean. Okay. It might have been Parker because Parker had already given his notice. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. But curious. then when the season started, it was Matt Chamberlain, and Matt okay. Matt was. Um, He's wonderful. Yeah. But he was too jam band for that. Back, he okay. was jam band back before jam right, band. Right, right, And the horn players, for instance, were like, what the hell is this guy playing? They were like, I at the you. time, he'd be like off the chart, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning off the ink. And this we, is like, we're, these are yeah. camera cues. Like It's you all be, ink in that band. Yeah, it's yeah, all sure. heavy, heavily charted. Yep. And Matt would be like, you know, la, 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 la. Sure. <laughs> I think he was high all the time. Yeah, well. you know? Forgive me, man. Not as high as I am. Yes, at, but anyway, this exactly. But yeah, but even. everybody knows that about yeah, you, John. Yeah, so, yeah, you yeah. know. But anyway, so here, so here we are, and we're and we're and we're doing the gig, and we finish the gig, and I think, wow, that was wonderful. But it's over, right? And I was a little bit brought down. I don't mind sure. saying, right? Because it was an exceptional band. Yeah, you're like, I wanted to live with yeah. Jack Nicholson in the cloud it, yeah, somewhere. Exactly. Take yeah. me away. And then. Um, the next week was the opening of the season of SNL, which is always typically at the end of September. Okay. And the band was up on the bandstand, and Lauren Michaels comes walking across the studio and motions to GE to come down to the front. This was before the show started. Yeah, yeah. And looks around, and he goes, where's the girl? 
Dude. And George says, what do you mean? Where's the, where's the girl that yeah, was at right. the wedding? That was, that was at, at the, the wedding. wedding with you. And George said, well, I thought you just wanted me to get a singer for the wedding. No, she was great. Call her up and tell her to come next week. Oof, just and like that. that's how I got the gig. Whoa. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, 30 years. It'll be 30 years. Whoa. Yeah. 30 years this season. Ooh. And, um, you know, it was just one of those things that... Wow. Um, you know, it they were they were such wonderful people, and it just it felt wonderful. But I had no inkling that it would just go on the way it has. That's and then amazing. He, and then so then, George had asked me who I could recommend on bass because T Bone Wolk was going to leave. He had too many other commitments. Yeah. He was going to leave. And I said, well, what about Paul, a solo? Yeah, right, sure. So for four or five years, yep. Paul was in the band. Oh yeah, and I then remember that. The year after I joined. It was obvious that Matt Chamberlain wasn't really the best. Just wasn't sure. a great fit. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. And and Paul, who had been doing fifty dollar blues gigs in New York with Sean Pelton, mm-hmm. recommended Pelton. Whoa! So Pelton came wow. in a year after me. Yeah. And this is um, all intertwined. I'm standing in the lobby yep. for the first show of my second season, his first season. A guy mm-hmm. comes across the lobby right out of right off of 49th Street. Mm-hmm. You know where the elevators yep. are. And walks over to me and goes, you're Christine. And I said, yeah. And he goes, hi, I'm Sean Pelton. Um, Paul Solo told me that you have a lot of tapes of, the, of <laughs> songs and things. I need to know everything I, right now. He went, yeah. I need those tapes. Yeah. He looked at me and went, I need those tapes. I said, you'll have them. You say, you're said, on the great list. To, great to meet you and you're yeah, on the list forever. Dude. And to this day, wow. he is one of my closest friends and he is on the list forever. Mm-hmm. So that's how that whole thing went down. Mm. You know, I say to people all the time, I got it from a wedding gig. <laughs> I did. So it's not only just that you got the gig, you almost created the yeah, gig yes. in some insider in ma- in mixtape. In many ways. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, in many ways. That's wild. So, and I you know, and, and then when <clears throat> GE left, Lenny took over, and Lenny is also a soul music aficionado, sure. having come from Tower of Power. Sure. So it really just worked, <clears throat> and... Um, so you don't have to change. You just be yourself. No, you just don't be have to myself. Leon Pendarvis, who's worked with Aretha for years. Leon mm-hmm. is the conductor and the third musical director. So, um, you know, it, it's... Yeah, there's uh, nothing higher. Quite, quite... Yeah. yeah, really. That's it. Yeah, quite the thing, you know. Wow. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I'm yeah, that's eternally wild. grateful. That's and I'm eternally wild. grateful that I, I, I was free that night. Yeah. They asked me. You Can know, you I was imagine? free that date. If you're like, oh, I have to wash my yeah, hair. Nah, or whatever. No, or I had another gig. I have a go go gig. Yeah, I have a go go gig. I've got to be in the cage that night. <laughs> you know. So, wow. anyway, that's the SNL story. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's yeah. still, oh, you're yeah. going back. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and you do, um, you do some of the, you, you do some of the, uh, what do you what do jingle you call music? Them? Yeah, the yeah. jingle music. We do incidental music, yeah. jingle music. I sang I've, some things like <laughs> Debbie Downer is one of my jingles. Um, Brian That's Fellows, great. Safari Planet. You sure. Know, um, so they just do, do yeah. those during the day to get yeah. it. Come on, we got to. You, you sing this it up. once and then it gets used over and over again. That's we also so do. Um, we sing behind uh, uh, the host if it's a musical monologue. Mm-hmm. We're often padding out the vocals. You know. I got gotcha. you. And um, and also little. Um, uh, those commercial parodies they do the fake yep. commercials sure if there's like a zippy little jingle chances mm-hmm. are it's me oh wow <laughs> so, yeah so we do all that stuff too wow you know? that's yeah. funny it is funny yeah. yeah so not so not just soul singing whatever yes. it takes so it's, it's whatever well we the, we of the band are responsible for the music of the show everything and it's, by the way people should know there's not even a seven second delay because Lauren thinks it 
cuts the edge. So not even a seven second delay. So you are on it live at the moment. It's going out on the airwaves. That's it. And that's what keeps it. Yeah, he says it keeps it fresh, and we say it keeps us nervous. But you're not really nervous. You're just, you know, you At have to be. Point. You know, you have to hit it. Yeah. At the time you're hitting it, you I know. Have to hit I, it. I know. Yeah. We. I, I know. You can't screw up. No, and not to. Um, I mean, not to sidetrack, but I remember too. I'm, I haven't been around, maybe quite as long, but just knowing now in Pro Tools, yeah. that when the red light goes on as a drummer, you don't have to. You yeah. just do your best. That's right. You, you go, oh, I'll do my best and we'll do punches. But That's in the right. old days, it was like red light goes on. You're making a record. You had to. Yeah. And there's something about that going for blood thing. Yeah. That once yeah. that goes away. Yeah. You, yeah. you kind of go, well, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get. And then it loses something. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, no, we can't do that. Maybe Not that's what he Not means. Not on that gig anyway. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Um, you get used to it. You really get used to yeah, it. Well, after after 30 years. Nerve wracking at first. But I guess. You, you get used to it. I would find it hard to. I did a live show once and I was like, what if I just started swearing out yeah. loud, no, yelling? No, yeah, you can't. Yeah. No, did you ever? But I, you know, we really we like, rely on Leon Pendarvis as the conductor, and we rely on Eli Brugman, who writes all the sketch music. And this Eli is really good. Also, stands off to the side, out of camera range, mm-hmm. and and conducts. You I got gotcha. you. So it's really kind of old. So school you just way. have to surrender and make yeah. sure you just do. Yeah. Follow exactly. the direction, and you'll exactly. be in. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. That's yeah. wild. Um, do we bother talking about, because there's a lot, I don't know. No, it's all good. Who, what were some of the most thrilling, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, people that so you backed the, up no, on the, the show? The number one thrilling th- thing that I always say was we had Paul McCartney on for the first time. Now, Paul McCartney has been, Paul McCartney <laughs> hangs around the lobby now because he lives in the same building as Lauren. So, when he's in New York. Yep. So, um he's around and they have him on the show for the first time okay and just because he's lovely he decides during dinner during what we call lunch which is really dinner where the guest band gets their last chance to go through their two songs he decides to play like six songs oh boy and nobody eats and he plays things like lady madonna not things he was going to play on the show because he just while i'm here i'll just start the late Chris Farley is standing next to me, and, and, and McCartney swings into Hey Jude. And Chris Farley looks over to me, and he said, would you dance with me? And Whoa. so we waltzed around the studio to Hey Jude, oh, and it was wonderful crazy. and never to be forgotten. And there is no other story I could possibly tell. Right. But I was there oh, when Sinead O'Connor ripped up the picture of the Pope. Whoa. I was there when Ashley Simpson ran off stage <laughs> and caused a big yep. debacle. I remember that right? one. Yeah, sure. I was there the first time Nirvana were on Whoa. where they they just trashed the stage. I yep. think they went into who mode and yep. they just yep. trashed their guitars Whoa. and then walked off. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there when Aretha Franklin sang with... Um, I'm sorry, when Luciano Pavarotti sang with Vanessa Williams one Christmas with a string section, they sang Adeste Fidelez. He sang in Latin and she sang in English. I was there for Aretha Franklin. I've been there so many, I mean, I can't even tell you. Not lately, because lately we tend to have a lot of flavor of the month bands. But back in the day, you could see so much history yeah, yeah. coming through the door as the musical guests of the show. Would you, you know, know before, or do you not even want to oh, know? Oh, no, we know. Okay, they w- tell do you. Do I know before they're going to be on? 
No, like, we know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just show up one day and Mac- oh, no, by the way, Paul no, McCartney. No, we knew there. he was going to be the guest. Oh, yeah. He was the announced guest. Well, my father, my late father, um, I had gotten him tickets for X date, yeah, right? Yeah. And my sister and her husband, and it turned out to be Bruce Springsteen's first network appearance. Not with the E Street Band, but he had Charlie Drayton, he had yep. uh, Steve Jordan, right? Sure. And Shane McGowan. So, not Shane McGowan. Um, uh, that's the guy from the Pogues. Yeah, the Pogues. Shane. With the something. terrible teeth. Anyway, Shane looks like a young um, Jimmy Page with long black hair. I don't but know. anyway, um, my father, they nicely asked me if, and it was for dress rehearsal too, it wasn't for the live show. They asked me if I would give my tickets back, and I said no. They didn't really push me. Yeah, they said, yeah, we'll yeah. give you tickets for any other show. And I was like, no, my father really likes Springsteen and my sister adores him. Yeah, so yeah. they let me keep the tickets. And hey, my father cool. went around for the rest of his life telling people that he'd seen the boss on, you know, yeah, you live on right. Saturday Night Live. That's you know. pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Can't knock but that. it was um, it was quite, you know, so those are the kind of things, yeah. you know, you really can't you just never forget. I, I can't imagine. I yeah. saw McCartney once yeah. at Madison Square Garden. And yeah. it's like after you settled in. You're afraid in yeah. between songs because you know something's coming. You're just yeah. like, yeah. oh, God, oh, yeah. God. And then, you know, he'll start singing here, yeah, here anything, there and everywhere. Yeah, oh, God, anything, God. right, I know. And then it's over and you're like, oh, God, it. what's next? I, I can't believe it. <laughs> well, because crazy. I know um, I work with Billy J. Kramer and who grew up in Liverpool right. with the Beatles. So now, because he knows that, sure. when he comes and he stands in the lobby, he sees me, he'll go, how's Billy? How's <laughs> Billy doing? Hey, he's good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so funny. Crazy. He's, he's a he's a he's a great guy, and um, he's a real person. That's that's yeah. what I'll say. Billy J. Crane. And I sang with George Harrison at the Bob Dylan's thirtieth anniversary mm. at uh, Madison Square Garden for Columbia Records. Whoa. I sang with George Harrison, so you Yikes. know that was nice too. That's a great memory. As I well. would I would guess so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. With George. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty <laughs> wild. I don't even know. What the, uh. It is. Um, it is. Talk about your band. Rebel Montez. Yes. So I've had a couple bands, um, but this one is the, certainly the longest running. Okay. And we have, we're working on our seventh record. We mm. have six records and a concert DVD. Oh. Okay. And um, this is, uh, it's just a four piece. Mm-hmm. It's me. The guitar player's name is Cliff Goodwin. Yep. And when we travel, the guitar player is Chris Bickley. Okay. Um, the bass player is Michael Colbeck, yep. and the drummer is Lauren Entress. Lauren yep. took uh, uh, Larry Donahue's place. Yep. And so, <clears throat> our original guitar player's name was Eric Fletcher, and he passed right. away in 2006. Yes. I so Eric very well. suddenly, and so Cliff has been with us since then, and um, I really am so lucky to have these cats who are of such high caliber yeah. and just the best people. Yeah, we don't have any. It's right. just great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I we we, yep. we go we go everywhere together. It's it's fun, you know. And imagine that because it's original, mostly original music. Um, you know, I always say to people, you know, you rise and fall on your reputation when you're that kind of a band, right? And I think that we, I think that we present always, um, a, a really really great show. Yeah, and that's my that's my goal is to connect with the audience right. at the highest possible level right. and and give them the most moving experience, sure. whatever that is. Get to it. So really have been lucky that way, even during the pandemic, to have been able to do live streams and uh, drive-in shows mm. and keep, you know, keep the whole thing kind of moving and grooving that yep. way, even though, as I know you know, um, 
if you were a, if you were a, a musician uh, who does it for a living, um, it was it was um, yeah very uh, very unsettling. I guess yeah. I'll just use that word oh, unsettling. Yeah. And so, but yet we were but yet we were able to you know to keep it together. And now we seem to in the Northeast anyway, sort of inching out of it and yep. a little bit. Uh, for those of you that are watching this, if it's archived, it's yep. it's the middle of August 2021, yes, and we're sort of inching out of it, but there is this Delta yep. variant yep. coming, but we're in a highly vaccinated area, so um, the live thing seems to be okay right now. Right us. now, yeah, there's no talk. Hard to know, yep. you know, yep. and you and I just had dinner and we yep. were discussing it, but yep. you know, it's hard to know, it's hard to but know. in our <clears throat> business, at least we see some semblance of people being able to come out again mm -hmm. and, uh, and dig the, and dig the whole experience, Yep, yep. which is great. Yeah. And I saw, we talked about, I saw your first show back Yeah. in Meriden. Yeah. Was that courtesy of Rob DeRosa? That was No, no, actually that was Frank uh, Critelli. Oh, okay. And the other, and yes. the guys at, yeah. and the guys yep. at the old church acoustic right. series. Right. Okay. Sure. So that was wonderful. <clears throat> and, um, really the best, um, resurgence we could have had you yeah. there with your mom yeah my, a my great mom. friend and yeah. a great a great yep. she's just a great chick yeah yeah so um yeah and and um and it's been nice to be able to have actual shows again not necessarily drive-ins because the drive-ins were okay mm -hmm. but you couldn't really have that many people because the cars would take up all the room, right, right right you know right we just did music on the river at the goodspeed opera house in, okay. in east haddam and we had i i don't even it's, six or seven hundred people you know crammed onto the lawn Rock i mean it roll. was insane yeah so and beautiful and the river and people came in on yep. boats yep. you know so it's been very meaningful for us to we have a very loyal fan base and so to reconnect yeah and then it's also be a good feeling i've been able to travel because <clears throat> i'm embedded I'm lucky to be embedded, besides, of course, in the New York scene. I'm embedded in the scene in New Orleans. I'm embedded in the scene in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, gonna, yep. and Nashville. Yeah. So I can re pretty much go to those places and have wonderful cats to work yep. with. Yep. I just got back from 12 days at a festival in the Muscle Shoals area. Yeah. And my last, what they call your famous, my last pre-pandemic trip yeah, 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 yeah. was to sit in with the radiators at Tipitina's oh, in New Orleans. And that wow. was fabulous. Gee whiz. In January of 2020. So, Wow. Know. And here you are. So I do that as well. So now I'm feeling a little bit more able, yeah. you know, to do that. Kind of do this and, and that. And um, uh, Alabama, you know, they're... There's a good percentage of people that were coming to see us, I think, that weren't vaccinated. Yeah. But... Um, those of you that are watching us that haven't gotten the shot yet, I, I just, got, yeah. Yeah. I urge you, I'm just urging you. Yes. I'm standing here on my knees Agreed. saying, get yeah. this shot. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, if you just only want to get the Johnson and Johnson, get something, yep. you know, yep. uh, because you man, you're with. playing with fire at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The governor of Texas, it was just announced today. Yep. Tested positive. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. And that's Yikes. all that's and John and I are not here to get political. No, we're here to talk music. That's right. But just to but say, still, yeah, but we want music. <laughs> we want, we want music more music. We can't so have we can't, it if everybody's right. sick. You I know. know. Or has to isolate again. Yikes. So anyway, we're we're, we're get, begging you. We're getting we're begging there. You. Please. Somehow yeah. getting there. Slowly. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. 
It's free, by the way. Did we free. mention? Yeah, at you can get it at Target. It, yeah, for, yeah, you can get Literally. it at freaking Walgreens, yeah, yeah, Walmart, yeah, Wall everything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You can get it from the wall. The exactly. Literal, the literal. The wall. It's coming out of the wall. And nobody's going to charge you a penny, folks. Oh, so you know, just good Lord, yes. Um, just do it. Okay. What about it. um? How did the uh? So what comes first? Do you want to talk about your uh, the Muscle Shoals connection? Do you sure? Is that first? In your forays into... I, I would say because I've been going down there now. This is 13 years. Okay. Um, but this was my 10th WC Handy Festival. Okay. So they f- they threw a a 10th anniversary concert for me. Is this with the band or with, this yes, is you? Yes, with oh, me, just me. Okay. But I go down and I be, I morph in with this band called The Decoys, which okay. is David Hood on yeah, bass, sure. for instance. Yep, yeah, yep. you know, excuse me. The dude. So, and... Um, they threw me a 10th anniversary concert. There were about 600 people there. Oh, boy. And Spooner Oldham, who's the co-writer yep, of sure. so many great yep. soul tunes, wrote me the day before and said, I'd like to come down and I'd like us to do a duet on Sweet Inspiration. So I was like, okay, Spooner, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So he showed up with his wife, Karen. And I was so glad to see them. Yeah. And we went on stage and we, uh, the band had left. The sound check was over. The band sure. had left. And he played and we sang a little duet of Sweet Inspiration. Then when it came time for his part of the show, he came up on the stage and said, and turned to the keyboard player of the decoys and said, you play, and turned around to me and said, I'm going to stand out here and sing with you. Oh, boy. And the audience knew that he had never, ever, ever done that. He'd only ever sung from behind the keyboard. Like when he and Dan Penn do shows together, Dan plays acoustic. So you got him on his feet. Spooner plays piano. Afterwards, his wife Karen came up to me and said, he has never, ever done that. Wow. And so people, of course, took pictures. They were standing up. They were. They didn't even know he existed from the waist down. Yeah, they just couldn't believe it. Yeah, well, they do, actually, because, (laughs) you know, but I mean, because around there, everybody just kind of hangs out. But, um... But it was so, I didn't even realize till I got, we were done, how moving, how moved I had been by that, by that gesture mm. and by that. That's crazy. Just his participation. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was wonderful. So That's wild. that kind of thing, you know, and while I was down there, there's a Wilson Pickett CD coming out, tribute CD. Mm-hmm. I recorded a version of Wilson Pickett's version of the Archie's Sugar Sugar. Sure, yep. Which was, yep. and also we lost uh, my friend Roger Hawkins. That's right, yeah. So Roger had died in June, mm-hmm. and we're planning a tribute for him at this on the 16th of November at the Shoals Theater. Okay. I'll be there for that, and going to try to get some heavyweights to sure. come. Sure, If not live, to do a, a sure. video, you know, yep. testimonial. Yep. The idea is that different singers will get up and different drummers, but the drummers mm-hmm. will have to play Roger's part. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to play well. When a Man Loves a Woman, you have to play his fabulous uh, yep. hi-hat thing. And yep. You want yep. to play Aretha's early stuff, mm-hmm. you have to show how he structured. Right, it. yep. Because by far, yeah. you know, the word genius doesn't even begin to, and also the most unassuming cat in the world. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I so know. yeah, so that'll be happening in the middle of no, of November. We're going to pay a huge tribute. That's to wild. The late great Roger Hawkins. Yeah, I I didn't. When I was little, my parents had soul records around the sure. house, and I remember um, not knowing anything. Yeah. You know, not knowing anything, who's who or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. baby, baby, sweet baby. Oh. 
and there's him and that's yeah. one of the first times i ever noticed drums you know yeah his pickups and that yeah and that you know it was one of the first times i ever you know like oh that's drums yeah and then I grow up and I go, that's yeah. Roger Hawkins. You you've, know, that's, you've so often, you know, friends, heard When a Man Loves a Woman. You've heard everybody play it. You've heard Michael Bolton mm-hmm. you know, ruin it. You've heard <laughs> everything. But listen to that record. Mm-hmm. And what this man does on hi-hat yeah, yeah. just lifts the track mm-hmm. up. It's a track that so easily could have gone nowhere. Yeah. It could have been very, yeah. very, very static, yep. except for the fabulous vocal of Percy Sledge. Yep. But Roger... Yeah makes it rise and fall and rise and fall and 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 he had just started then recording he was really not even just a mu- musical a, a just guy a, d- yeah, a musical yeah. guy who's playing drums yeah, at this yeah, moment and yeah. yeah but just the no stuff doubt. he came up with babe and you know since you've been gone baby baby sweet baby is one of his greatest i think performances so. with her i yeah. think so i mean yeah. i don't you know i don't it's know fabulous fabulous track yeah and uh so yeah so Gee when whiz. he passed a lot of drummers took a lot of chance to really go to school on his tracks that maybe had not up until that time. Yeah, yeah. And I had lunch a couple times with his wife, Brenda. She's a great friend, his mm-hmm. widow. And, um, you know, she's actively participating in the tribute, so it should really be great. That's cool. Well, good. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be. It, it just, yeah. yeah, Billy Amendola and uh, Modern Drummer are going to be sponsoring it. And we're just really going to try to pull out all the stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm reading... Um, Right now, I think it's a couple of years old, maybe three years old. Um, Tony Fletcher, the one and only Wilson Pickett biography oh, yes. written. Yes, um, yes. He just got done with Philadelphia yeah. at this point yes. in the book. Yeah. So I don't know. But how yeah. Many, how many, has he dr- driven up on anybody's lawn yet? No, not yet. I, I mean, I, I know that he did <laughs> but he that. he will. Yeah, he, he will. I don't know when. <laughs> but he will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I love... The wicked Pickett. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I saw, again, I, I was... Just, my own version of a soul aficionado yes, through I high know school. I was kind yeah. of into it as much yeah. as I was into anything. And I, years ago, this was probably like in 1986, if I had to guess. Sure, sure. And Wilson Pickett played at Lake Compound. Oh, I remember. When oh, it, when yeah. there were picnic tables. Yes, yes. And I, you know, I'll go, I'll check this out, you know, yeah. cause I was starting to get into his records. Let me see what this so is all about. how old about, were you roughly, roughly? Probably 19, 20. Oh my God, I better hit you hard. And yeah. he... So you correct me, but this is this is my recollection. So there's picnic tables and families and everything's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. He he comes out in a hurry in a tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yeah. Um, comes out and is on twenty. Yeah, like the, immediately. Im- right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then as he's singing, he's doing something with his wrist, yeah. and you realize he's got a giant gold Rolex. Yeah. He takes a Rolex off, turns his head, and I assume it was his wife. Yeah. And he just throws the watch. Yeah. And burned that place down yeah he burned it down yeah there were like housewives and parents i didn't even know what i was doing we all <laughs> ran to the front of the stage because it was yeah. just it was so yeah. much the, the next thing you know yeah. in his tux yeah. on his stomach pulling people onto the stage yeah. Yeah. and it just yeah. turned into a madhouse yeah and he yeah. burned the place down yeah and yeah. i just i remember just sitting there i you know up front just going i can't yeah Still, those guys. I felt would never it. take any prisoner. It was a direct injection. Yeah. I just was yeah. like, okay, yeah. I've seen it. This is crazy. Yep. And I also remember 
occasionally he would turn around and look at the band and the look of fear yeah. when he when it's the ray probably a pickup band right yeah. but yeah. when the when the ray turned onto them <laughs> you could just see and i was like oh man i'm glad pickup i'm not band, back man. there yeah. i'm glad i'm here the only worst thing would have been to was chuck berry yeah <sighs> but yeah but it but i felt it it was yeah. real you yeah. know and well, of I, course it was real and it was like oh an oldie show big d 103 oh, no, but but no. when he came out there no. it was like a no. bomb went off. Those certain guys Crazy. never, ever, ever disappointed. No. Not ever. No. And that was the yeah. one and only time. And I still yeah. remember. It was not. I've ne- I had never seen anything yeah. and probably never yeah. really have. Somebody asked like Jerry Wexler Crazy. once who he thought the, the greatest soul singer was. And Jerry Wexler said, Solomon Burke on a bad night with a pickup band. Yeah, so I mean, and Solomon Burke and Wilson Pickett were, you know, they were really like, sort of like interlocking. That's what they say, yeah. You know, of the same sort of, but Solomon Burke was so much heavier. Sure. And after a while, he had to sit down to Mm -hmm. sing, whereas Pickett could move around, and he was really crazy, um, really crazy, and, and, and ramped up all the time. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, but you will get to the point where he starts driving up on people's lawns. Yeah, that's, I, I do remember yeah. when that happened. Yeah, yeah. but that doesn't yeah. take anything away from mm-hmm. the brilliance of the records and the brilliance no. of the live performances. Yeah. You know, he yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely one of the super greats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's on, my, on my short. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I don't th- and I don't think anybody knew how uh, it was going to be. Of course they did. But, yeah. but it turned into the Wilson Pickett show. Yeah. The minute he stepped out of the wings, it yeah. was everything. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah, and I'm guessing people never forget it. I didn't. Never for, yeah, I didn't. never forget it. Yeah, it was crazy. Wonderful. Wilson Pickett. I was lucky. It's sometimes, I think about this, as time passes, we lose more and more. Yeah. But when you see, I look at it like there's ingredients. Like when you see an originator yeah. for real, Yeah. like I've seen little Richard a few times, sure, sure. and you realize... He's not playing rock and roll. No. He's doing what he does, and you right. call it whatever. Right, you call it whatever. He yeah. invented it. My friend Dion has said to me, you know, love, when I was I growing up, Dion. he said there was no rock and roll. So we listened to Jimmy Reed. We mm-hmm. listened to the blues. There was right. nothing. Right, right. It, it hadn't been invented yet. These guys invented it. Right, by you know? being themselves. Yeah. Not even by saying what yeah. just, it comes. Yeah. I, I got that sense when I saw Little Richard. I was like... He's just being him. Yeah. And we're all trying to get a piece of it or imitate yeah. <laughs> it or figure it out. Yeah. And you're like, he doesn't know any of it. He doesn't exactly. know what he's doing. Jo- um, George, uh, I just I saw George Smith a, a couple of weeks ago, and we were looking at some videos of Bo Diddley. And one of the first ones we looked at was a real early one. He was real skinny, uh-huh. had on like a plaid jacket. Yeah, yeah. Real, it was a real bad black and white. And then we saw him maybe two years later on Shindig. Okay. And he had the Duchess. Sure. And he had, you know, and it was... It, and and two two other women that were dancing yeah. and singing and just the how he had evolved, but when you see him the real primitive mm-hmm. uh, film, yep. you realize this guy invented this thing. Yeah, yeah, invented it. Yeah, yeah. It was not there before. Right and now, all of a sudden, here it is. You yeah. Know? Crazy. And yes, he's going to get better and he's going to make you know have a better stage show and it'll look better and everything. Yeah, but. Yeah, right. It was, it's just it's really an eye opener. Yeah, the, the initial <laughs> it was really explosion. an eye opener. When I was, do you know this? What you, I'm sure you do. When I was a little kid, I don't remember what year this came out, but my parents took me to see this movie called Let the Good Times Roll. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. was like a revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that yeah. was my first time. And yeah. Bo Diddley on that. Yes, 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 yes. It was like, who's this? I know. I you know? know? And even as a little like kid, from, I like started. from another planet. It was another planet. You know? Yeah. But Unbelievable, Little because Richard. You've never heard it before because he, like I said, he was inventing it. Yeah, and it's all good. Crazy, yeah. crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. 
amazing. Cool. We're lucky to be living in this time, and you know we've had yeah. we've had these originators, mm-hmm. and um, one of my best friends in Muscle Shoals is Jerry Phillips. He's the younger son of Sam Phillips. Sure. And Jerry has great stories about Graceland. And, I can't even imagine. Uh, you know, the jungle room and all that and, and hanging around and different things. And, and you know, yes, we are losing them at sort of an alarming rate now. But um, but yet, you know, we have lived in their time. You yeah. Know, so. And luckily, yeah. it's all available yes. more easily if you. Because, yeah. I mean, my I had... I felt like when I grew up, I always say this, it was like living on a desert island yeah. and whatever washed the shore. That's right. I went over it and over and over. I yeah. was lucky because my parents are for, from yeah, Pittsburgh. Our, our, mine was, were too. Yeah. So I had good, but I had to go to the library, my local oh, sure. library and, fo- and yeah. follow the, the path and the clue. Oh, yeah. And I'll never forget. I don't know if you, I'm sure you must know about this one too, but uh, who's Sam Cook? I keep hearing about oh, who's yeah, Sam Cook. Sam Sam Cook yeah. And I was in high school yeah. and they did that Harlem Square. It was like yes. a real. Yes, live at the Harlem where Square. Where it was like a Chitlin mm-hmm. sh- circuit show rather than to live at the, the Copa. Copa. It's, they're two sides mm-hmm. of the same coin. And that was my introduction to Sam yeah. Cooke. And I was yeah. like, oh. Now I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. a very good point. People, if I'd like to meet that know, librarian. Yeah, if you want to get a live Sam Cooke album, get live at the Harlem Square. Get live at that's the Harlem. The one to get. Yeah. Copa's nice, but yeah. you want to get that yeah, one. Yeah, but it's Copa. <laughs> it's Copa. <laughs> Yeah. And now, da, 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 yeah, yeah. Da, 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 Sam, <laughs> this, this is, this is yeah. what was it? Who did that? There was like a recorded intro. Hi, this yeah. is Harry Belafonte. Yeah, and we were there was like a a, rec- a pre-recorded sure. intro. Sure, and yeah. that and um, and then Night Beat. I've got yeah. onto that Night one. Beat it's just is like a great one too. Yeah, like, yeah they're all good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, yeah. Nothing so, bad. oh yeah. So also while we were in Muscle Shoals, we had a pre-showing of the Respect movie with oh, uh, Jennifer boy. Hudson. I did. Is it's it good? really good. Oh, good. Okay. And really, um, it's out now. I guess you can see okay. it in the theaters. Yeah. And um, and really historically accurate. Oh, okay, good. As opposed to the one earlier this year on the right. National Geographic Channel with Cynthia Erivo. No bueno. Which I turned off in disgust because yep. it was so inaccurate. She, I love her as an actress, but mm-hmm. it was awfully un- inaccurate right and from the beginning. There's no excuse nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They could have just looked up some, you know, they should have had fact checking and whatever. Or you, it, things change. I remember when they, m- music picks started to get good because you yeah. realize you just get somebody yeah. to come in and just go, no, that's the wrong amp. It Th- should be this, that's this, right. this, this, this. That's right. Then all of a sudden and they And so I'll better. just say this in case you think it's two and a half hours long, but it moves along really fast. Yeah, yeah. And and David Hood and Spooner Oldham did a question and answer for us, but oh, of course cool. we all knew all the answers. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the theater, which was nice to see them and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and I'd already seen them, but sure, whatever. Sure. So, um, and they stop it at um, at the recording of of the film Amazing Grace. That's where it stops. Oh wow! It doesn't go further into her huh. life when things really sort of did Excuse begin me. to unravel for her a little bit. Mm. And so it's a wonderful. I thought it was a wonderful t- place to end. Yeah. You know, and also if you haven't seen the movie Amazing Grace of, of her recording I have not. the album oh my god. Okay. In the seventies okay. in in um in, in a church in mm. outside LA uh, over two nights. Oh boy. And with James Cleveland at the piano right. and Bernard Purdy. Yep. Sure. And and Chuck Rainey as the rhythm section in the other part of the church mm-hmm. and a fabulous choir. Very down home, very yeah, yeah. very nineteen seventies, mm-hmm. you know. And she is 
so in control and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And if you, it's, it's, you can get it. It's Netflix or something. Yeah, 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 it. yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's called Amazing Grace. Well, anyway, okay. that's where this Aretha movie stops. Oh, okay. At that point, and you see her come in. She has the short, very short, natural afro. Yep. And she, and she's re- very regally dressed. And she comes up in front of this choir. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. Okay. So, but Sean Pelton plays on the uh, soundtrack. And oh, so does wow. James Janus who is the bass player in the mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live band. They're both on the soundtrack. Hey, that's and, cool. Um, ab- along with a bunch of other people, too. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, that's... As Sean said he was he was honored, and, you know, Oof. of course, he went to school on Roger's tracks and everything. Yeah, you know, of course. And, yeah, how yeah. can you not? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So I, I recommend it. I'm sure you saw Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul, the <sighs> experience of the year for yes. me. Yes, yes. I agree. I, um... Crazy. I will run into Questlove because he's always there on Saturdays. I'm oh, always cool. saying to him, what are you doing here? It's Saturday. Dude. I know, I know. He has like a little studio on the sixth floor, so he's yeah, always yeah. working at Rockefeller Center. And his work on that is... Um, amazing. 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 Yeah. When you think that... When you think that there were... My grandparents lived in the Bronx. They lived high up in the Bronx, 177th Street, right? Okay. So not that far from yeah, Harlem. Sure, sure. And And... I never knew about any of this. My family never yeah, talked yeah. about it. Yeah. It happened over six weeks, Crazy. six different Crazy. concerts over six weeks, and they just distilled it into this movie, Summer of Crazy. Soul. And if you haven't seen it, 1969 yeah. in Harlem. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the music yeah. is unbelievable. I was lucky we were in the bubble, just to let the record yeah. show. You know, I went to the movies. I went to the movie yeah. theater. I brought my mom. Good. Me and yeah. my mom and my wife <gasps> went. Oh, how fabulous! And you it, saw it on a big screen. It I saw was it on TV. Amazing yeah. on yeah. the big screen. Yeah. I the whole. I it, saw. I saw it at my friend's house. They have good speakers, it but cool. it was. It was TV to see. I oh, mean, yeah. it was it was insane. Oh yeah. Yeah, you pre- like on the verge of tears the I whole know. time. I know. Just because, like, you don't even know. Oh, I know. Why? I know. I mean, you do but know then why. Also, but they, they like, pull out things like Mongo Santa Maria, so that you know they 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 spotlighted the Latin concert yep. and of course of the it. footage of Mahalia Jackson. That's what I'm Mavis saying. Staples. Yeah, you just feel like. I mean. Uh, just yeah, how could this never have come to light before? You know, I mean, it's here so we, historic. Here we are now, yeah. though, thanks to Questlove. I know, thanks to Questlove. And it's timely. Yeah. It's just like, yes, this, yeah. here we are. Beautifully done. Yeah, yeah. really, yeah. Summer of Soul, everybody, watch it. 100%, yeah. yeah. Get it. Go to the yeah. cinema or yeah. watch it on the tube. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, that was crazy. Um, Greg Errico finally got oh, yeah, to see yeah. him. And Errico, he still looks good. I mean, yeah. his, his interviews were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said, somebody said to me, I said, well, you know, we played with the Chambers Brothers, too, in the movie. They were like, well, they weren't that good. I said, I beg to differ. I said, everybody in that movie was yeah. good. There was nobody that wasn't yeah. that good. They weren't as good as Sly, wow, but I mean, yeah. Who is? Yeah. he pretty much runs away with the movie, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. He and his um, ass-kicking band, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I unbelievable. Think so too. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, Vic was, was my drum teacher yeah. when I was young, and he was... I. Luckily, again, my older sit. Well, my parents too. My older sister had Sly records, yeah, had yeah. the greatest hits. Yeah. It, when I was young, and I didn't know any better, so I was all over that. Sure. And then when I started taking lessons with Vic, he was like, "Good, do that. Yeah. That guy. That's the guy you yeah. want. You know." He's so great, and um, and then yeah. Vic ended up working with him quite a bit, right? You know, although in the in the uh, in the crack days, sure, sure, still, sure. You well, know, yeah. still, I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. And he's still around. Yeah, yeah he's still he's around. to tell the tale. Amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah crazy. I think I thought it was telling that you didn't see him in an interview. He probably was just too annoying. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the the term the, the term yeah, or the terms were couldn't <laughs> yeah, or be the terms met. right. And uh, you, you'll bring me a suitcase yeah. full of cash. Yeah, or something know. like that. Yeah. And Quest was like, yeah, no, we won't. That reminds me, I have pick up your suitcase on yeah. the, on the way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So what's next? Do you want to talk about what's next? Well, um, let's see what's next. Um, well, we'll go back to SNL on the 2nd of October. I will be traveling to Muscle Shoals in November, as I said, for this Roger the, Hawkins yep. tribute. Um, Rebel Montez has a... We're, Rebel Montez will be actually at the Catherine Hepburn Theater November 27th. This is our third rescheduling of that date because of COVID. Oh, boy. I'll be with the Sin Sisters. Okay. And uh, we That's always a great show. I'll be appearing with Al Anderson at the Kate uh, mm-hmm. in late September. Yep. Um, and then also up at the Shea Theater in North in uh, Holyoke with yep. Al. Yep. Um, oh God, let's see. What do you got uh, going on? The you were talking about next week. Oh yeah, next week um, the Shabu reunion yep. Yep. on August twenty eighth mm-hmm. uh, in Willimantic. That's really kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's the fiftieth reunion. Sure. There'll be um, it's a big lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, NRB the the current lineup of NRBQ. Yep. Um, Wow. Uh, Tom Rush, Pure Prairie League, and then the, Mo- the Mohegan Sun All-Stars yep. uh, will do a two-hour set. Uh, the special guests, me, James Montgomery, yep. Cal David, mm-hmm. and John Cafferty. Wow. So it's a, it's a big, yeah. you know, it'll be a big hoo-ha, as yeah, they yeah, say. Yeah, big, big hoo-ha. Uh, with six, uh, the, the Uptown Horns and two additional horns, Bill Holloman oh. and Baron yeah. Raymond. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bill Holloman, who could play anything. Yeah. And then um, three keyboard players. And, wow. Uh, it's really, it's really going to be something. Yeah, I um, bet. Yeah. And that's, uh, we play at eight o'clock. It, that's uh, the 28th, rain or shine. I don't know when they say rain or shine. I think, I actually think Lefty Foster means it, you know. <laughs> and um, we'll play at eight o'clock. So there'll be a full, it really starts at noon. Okay. And there'll be a bunch of bands, you know, before us. And then mm-hmm. there we will be yep. at eight o'clock. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's always a great time, and we have not played together at all. So we're doing a private gig uh, in Watch Hill, Rhode Island, earlier gotcha. next week. Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, we had all the Wolf Den shows were canceled. Oh. You know, so um, although some of us have seen each other, right, the bunch of us have not seen each other. So it's going to be very emotional, I'm mm. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's exciting. Uh, as well as for the Shabu fans. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's and Connecticut. Good. Connecticut does love their Shabu memories. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit before my time. I know, I know it sorry. was, yeah. But I, I was only ever there once myself. <laughs> and the Scratch Band never played there. So right. We, yeah, I was Is only, that I for was real? Only ever there once. Yeah, we never played there. Really? Somehow we just never. Wow. You know, as Lefty would say, well, you know, and I was like, no, we never did. I never did. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. I don't, yeah. When did they, when was it over? I don't think um, I was on the scene I, yet. 79 maybe yeah i was 80, not on the scene something like that i wasn't it, it on burned this down yeah yeah i wasn't I don't there really yet remember I, I that that could be wrong but it wasn't it was right around that time mm-hmm. yeah yeah i never yeah yeah too young baby a little too young yeah yeah, yeah before yeah. vic pushed me out into the world yeah so that's what's you know and then and then it just you know going on from there yep. um We'll be, uh, prob- I hope to be back in New Orleans again uh, early next year. You know, they just canceled yeah. the jazz festival. Um, I know, that's Because crazy. of COVID. Yeah. But um, they've Yikes. done a wonderful job. The New Orleans Musicians Clinic is one of my pet charities. I'm one mm-hmm. of the national spokespeople. And um, they've done a wonderful job of vaccinating the cats down there, including the right. Preservation Hall jazz band guys. Oh, boy. And, 
That's they, cool. So they've done a wonderful job in that regard. But Louisiana itself yeah. does not yep. have mm-hmm. a good uh, percentage of vaccination. So. Mm-hmm. Now they got to get on the ball. That's y'all. all we can say. So now there won't be any jazz and heritage festival. Oh, yeah. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. Um, a lot of people lost a lot of work there. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully we're yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be, yes, yes. And also, I'll be doing the Rhythm and Roots Festival. So Rhythm and Roots in, in Charleston, Rhode right, Island. Sure. On September 5th. Okay. Early in the day. The show is again with the Sin Sisters. We call it Sunday School. Okay. It is a roots gospel show, uh, not a religious gospel show. And um, we'll be there. Uh, cool. And and that's happening. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And also... Um, I'll be appearing at the Goshen Fair. That's later that night with James Montgomery. So Ooh. that the Goshen Fair is happening. A double. So it's a double, and pretty far yeah. apart too. But oh boy, I'm gonna get. I'm getting a driver. White knuckle. Oh, okay. I'm getting yeah, a driver. Yeah, right. No, baby, I'm getting a driver. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I'm getting a driver. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that's yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We could. I, we could talk forever. We could. We yeah. could. Well, I always say this. And I pretty much always mean it, I think. Um, <laughs> anytime. Because Thank what happens you. is you'll watch or listen to this and go, why yeah. didn't we? Why didn't we? Because sure, time flies. I'd love to come back. But any yeah. anytime. You or know. I know you're going to have my brother. I could probably <sighs> sit in kibitz from the off camera. You yes. Know. That's not what We happened. should do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not what he said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. No, we got to make that Well, happen. we um, had a local bands show reunion a couple of um, years ago mm-hmm. just before the pandemic I think yeah and we all went down to cafe nine you know yep. on a Sunday sure and everybody played and it was honoring uh, the mem- the memory of James Velvet mm. so Tom Hearn took a picture of my brother and I and put it up online and said you know the the, the two the reigning siblings mm-hmm. of New Haven rock and roll yeah you got that right and someone wrote underneath it well what about Oren and Michael bloating <laughs> and tom hearn's comment was yeah i wasn't speaking chronologically <laughs> burn but anyway yeah but my bro i'm very proud of my brother and um, yeah and i know he's i know you'll get him up here sooner or later i he'll, hope so he'll i really i really hope so i hope oh, so. oh no you will yeah, i'll yeah. i can bring him i'll bring him up here he yeah i told you at length. i'll bring him home Yes, yeah, whatever. We'll, exactly. yeah, we'll make it happen. Expound at length. And, yeah, uh, I need to, yeah, I need Vic's to do got, that. Vic's got a million great stories. Yeah. And, you know, people should know that the Connecticut scene is a very interesting and, you know, yep. vital yep. music scene. Yep. And there's tons to talk about. There so. is. And that's what we're discovering just from me, which I'm not, yeah. you know, but... Well, Rob DeRose is a great example. Look at everything Rob's done. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, you think there's nothing, and he's on his 30th year or or however many years of nothing but local music. You're like, you mean to tell me there's nothing going on? Yeah, yeah, there's tons going on. Yeah, there's plenty plenty going on. It might not be... And folks, get out and and see an original band. Yes. Um, Yes. Very important, you know. Yes. A band that's doing um, original music and not necessarily pretending to be another band. And that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Right. That not, you know, right. Right. not to cast any aspersions. No, but, I you hear know. you. I hear you. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yep. support original music. Yes, for sure. Um, I usually wrap up with some uh, wacky questions. Okay. And you've never seen or heard, listened, so you don't know what they are. Okay. Okay. Well, they're actually not that wacky, but um, <laughs> this is probably impossible, and I understand. But Desert Island album, oh, God. is it possible? It's not possible. Well, or a few. only because I have s- such 
wide-ranging tastes like sure, you. Sure, But an album that I've turned so many people onto, including Ian Hunter, I'm proud to say, because he'd never heard it, is the Staple Singers on VJ Records. I think if oh, I, I don't know that one. Okay. had to listen to one gospel record, certainly, with the ghostly guitar of Roebuck Staples sure. and the beautiful harmonies yep. of Cleotha and Purvis and Yolanda and Mavis, I think that I would pick that. Okay. I don't know that one, so I'll mm-hmm. get on it. I'll you, get yeah, on it. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, I will. Yeah. No, I will. I will. Yeah, it's spine tingling. What else? Any? Go oh down. Oh, God. Go I mean, to, no. I, know, I, know. I mean, some, I don't know, Some something by the Beatles, um, something by Billie Holiday, sure. something by Bill Monroe. Sure. You know, yeah, it, right, it, right, just, right. it would just go on yeah, and yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, anything, yeah. anything by Mahalia Jackson, yeah. you know. I uh, anything by Dusty Springfield, you know. I don't nice. know. It would, yeah. it would, yeah, yeah, sure. It would go on and on. Yeah, all right. So we'll just leave it at yeah. anything, <laughs> leave it anything at and 20. everything. I'd have to bring twenty albums with me. Yeah, no, I know. I'm yeah. the same way. I wouldn't be able to. Bring I started one. making the, somehow, you know, making the list, mm-hmm. the list, and I think I'm I'm close to three hundred at this point. Yeah. I'm going chronologically. Up I'm on not my even website, done. there's a writing section, and you can see I do have a top ten up there. Okay. At christineolman.net, and also um, articles I wrote about the first post Katrina Mardi Gras. And an article, I wrote, wrote both of these for the New Haven Advocate, and they were front page. Cool. Uh, the other is about um, traveling through the Delta, getting just getting a rental car and driving mm-hmm. through the Delta mm-hmm. in Clarksdale and mm-hmm. Robert Johnson's gravesite and things mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it'd be like 20 albums. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll look for that. We'll look yeah. for that. We'll look for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the, okay. The other wacky question. Um I'm I'm still not sure I'm asking this question the right way because I think I know what I want to ask, but okay. I'm not sure if it's coming across. Is there any point in your day or your life where you're eating something and you go, I would be fine if it was only this ever? Oh, is there a, a thing? food. Yeah. A favorite food. You know, where you're just like, if I, you know, if someone said you can yeah. only, and I'd be like, it would be this. Oh, that's, yeah, it's a could great it, question. Could it be? Um, it's a hard one. I yeah. Know. Um, well, I love pasta, but then there's like so many different kinds yeah, of pasta. Yeah, 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 you yeah, can't, what, yeah. what you know, yeah. I, I don't know. That's, I'm not okay. sure. I'd have to think about that, John. All right. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. And get back to you. I just, I'm always curious if other people have that experience where like sometimes yeah. I'm just be like, I'll be okay well, with Well, there's this. certain foods that you go, yeah, boy, I just love this. I could, I could certainly, yeah. I, there are some foods that I think everybody eats more than others, yeah. you know, but boy, if it was the only one, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, it does. There doesn't need to be an answer. I can't answer. Okay, then don't. That's fine. <laughs> um, I think, I think that's it. Th- can that be it? For, this could be part one. This I could be come part back one. Sometime and yep. it could be part two. Anytime. Thank you. For Obviously, having anytime. Me. Yeah. And you're asking great questions. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. But actually, I, you're quite good. I've done so many of these. You're quite good at. Thank it. you. I'm just. Yeah. I'm asking things I want to know. That's yeah. all it is. Quite I don't care. You know, and I, you're great. And you were great with uh, coming back with things. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, baby. Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. it. I appreciate it. All right. Well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Christine Ullman. Thank the, you, John Pegman. Oh, it's the John you. Pegman podcast, hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Now. John Peckman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, start looking left. This was Christine Ullman, right? Yeah. That's you. Yeah, she was here. She was here. Let the record show. 
Let's do it again. Get your brother up in here. Absolutely. Definitely. We'll talk about it. Definitely. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, baby. I'll see you. If you'd like to start your own podcast, give us a call at Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Our professionally designed podcast space is here for all your recording needs. Rent out our studio to do interviews with up to four people to record audiobooks, social media content, and all other recorded material. Our rentals include a private studio along with our professional-grade podcasting equipment, and we can customize your output to whatever your needs are. We also have green screen capabilities, which will expand to uh, video capability if you so wish. So check us out here at convalley.net forward slash podcast.